love bugs we're back it's 2 34 p.m 234 we already know what that means everything's in alignment okay i'm speaking into existence that whoever the fuck is on some weird shady shit in hollywood their true colors are gonna start showing regardless i don't care okay um we left off with eliza thornberry and the wild thornberries okay so there's good and bad things about that show the thing I feel like the thing I did not really like about the show is that the mom and dad, Nigel and I don't remember the mom's name, um, they were kind of like explorers or like poachers in a way. Not saying that they like actually went and like took these animals back, but it was kind of like making it like this idea of it's cool to go out and be this type of career okay now if they were just i can't remember if they were just like filming and it was like some discovery channel type shit or what but they did the whole point of it was like the first season like first episode i believe they ran into like an indigenous tribe if you guys remember that's the whole purpose on how eliza thornberry got the gift of um speaking to animals okay so when I was looking into it, for some reason, I've seen it before, but some, for some reason when I was looking into it, I couldn't find it. But there was several different, like, um, examples of what I was saying. So it's called animal telepathy. Um, also, there's, like, different forms of it. So say you can't control snakes. It'll be, like, um, snake um, manipulation. If it's spiders, it's, like, arachnid manipulation if it's sharks it's like shark manipulation so for some reason i can't find a kinesis name to it but i know there is one so i'll find that some other day but i ain't about to keep searching for it okay y'all can look that shit up yourself but um it's like what she had was like animal telepathy okay where she was able to like telepathically um communicate with them and there's also um animal empathy where you can feel the emotions of animals so I know for sure I have both of them, and lots of you guys have them too, especially those that have pets, that are drawn to pets, or, you know, that just, you know, you might go out and volunteer, or you might work at the zoo, or you might do whatever, um, and it's like you notice that you can feel how animals are feeling. There's some people that bring home stray dogs and stray cats, and, you know, some people that can heal um, animals. I have one of my clients that... Um, a random cat found her, a baby kitten, and she healed the cat. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, right? I know when I was a kid, um, living in New Orleans, I um, found a bird that was hurt. Like, the baby bird fell from the nest, and the wing was broken. And me taking care of the bird, the bird was able to fly after a while, okay? So I do know there's certain people that have these type of abilities as well. Don't discredit yourself, all right? Maybe you're supposed to work with animals or around animals or at least have a spirit animal of some sort. Now, I'm going to say all that to say the animals that are domesticated, keep them domesticated. The thing that is wrong in this world is that people are taking wild animals and domesticating them. That's not okay. I see this lady, I don't even remember her name on TikTok, but she's like a transporter. She's like an animal transporter where there's all types of rich, uh, well-off clients that she has. 
and she'll fly to the different places and go collect the animals for them and bring it to their hometown. So that's all she does all day long for her business is say somebody wanted a pet raccoon. I don't know why, but somebody wanted a pet raccoon. She would go to wherever the fuck they're getting it from, get it for them and bring it to their city, state or country. Okay. Um, Bobcats. Um, There's so many different fucking animals that she worked with, bro. It's crazy. Um, different types of dogs and shit like that, okay? She'll go and get it. Lion cubs, tiger cubs, things like that, right? That's not okay. Just because you have the money to fucking buy it doesn't mean this animal deserves to be in a cage in your home on your lawn, okay? Even with me, I used to have a bird, um, a canary when I was younger. And I said on one of my podcasts that I wanted a canary. That means I'm probably going to live somewhere where they have canaries. And I'm probably going to set up like a outdoor home for them. So if they wanted to fly by and I'm like, oh, cool, I got like three or four canaries. I'll put some food out there for them and shit like that. That's different. I have a completely different outlook on how animals should be. Imagine if you were that fucking animal. Somebody just wanted you because you look cool. Or it's cool to say that I have a pet tiger. But then your ass is just locked up in a fucking cage. It's just like being in a zoo. Y'all got to stop that shit. Like, seriously. So, there's good and bad aspects to that show. But I did want you guys to see the main part of that show that I got from it since I was a kid. And now that I grew up and realized my bloodline and that we're Celtic. And Celtics dealt with, like, fairies and fae folks and nature spirits and stuff. The girl, Eliza Thornberry, she was Celtic. She ran, her, her family was doing this little nature exhibit thing, show. They ran into a um, tribe. I don't even remember where because it was such a long time ago. But the shaman um, blessed her with the ability to be able to communicate with animals. So even though her, her family, her mom and dad, were chasing down these wild tigers and leopards and stuff and trying to capture them for some documentary or whatever the fuck they were working on in the show, she would run into them and be able to talk to them. And we would be able to see how they would feel getting chased around with cameras and shit like that, okay? Pay attention to this kind of stuff. Also, before I move forward, um, pay attention to that shit Tarzan and Georgia the Jungle, okay? Where, when it's us, it's, oh, these are the wild, banshee jungle people. These people are cannibals. They do this and they do that. And they're um, hunter-gatherers. And, you know, they're the forest people. They're the bush people and all this shit right there, right? But then they'll take it and they'll make Tarzan white. And then it's, oh, Tarzan and Belle, and oh, it's just so beautiful. If that's her name, I don't even, Jane, that's her name, I said Belle, whatever. Tarzan and Jane, and it's such a romantic story, and all this good shit, right? But if it's our people, it's savage, it's wild, okay? Pay attention to this fucking Disney shit, okay? While we're on Disney now, moving forward, um, the Orlando Brown thing I mentioned earlier, it was a, just a clip that I scrolled past on TikTok. But I'm on YouTube early and I was trying to listen to music. And my spirit guides kept having his interview pop up. It was like a 25-minute interview. The more recent one. Okay? First off, one of the things that I mentioned, he had on the Jordan outfit. The entire Jordan outfit from the fucking shoes. The entire outfit Jordan. That's one thing I mentioned. Second off... I noticed that, yes, he be tweaking. He be seeming like he's on some drugs and some shit like that. But at the same time, the interviewers, the people that's interviewing him, are also staged and set up to make him 
look like he's going crazy or something. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this motherfucker be high as shit <clears throat> on his little interviews and shit. But at the same time, watch that fucking interview. I'm not going to lie, it was a little annoying for me to watch because I was like, this is a lot. But my, my guys needed me to watch this so I could see that, yes, he be tripping because he be high. But at the same time, they be throwing him questions after questions after questions. And they be some weird, random ass shit. The interviewer, I don't even know the name. The, 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 I think the the fuck was the shit called breakfast break or something like that is the people that um did the host of the interview and the dude that was in the interview with him he is horrible i don't know who he is but fuck him okay that's not if, if you want to be a professional interviewer and interview stars you need to come with a lot of more professionalism than what the fuck this man displayed okay the entire shit looked staged, set up. It was weird. For some odd reason, Little Wayne's manager was there in the background. And Orlando Brown called him out and pulled him to the um, to the main interview, okay? So you guys need to see who's in each other's spaces, who sits down and shake hands with each other, okay? It was so fucking weird and awkward. You see what I'm saying? So some of the shit that he be saying be really him on some drugs the other half part is like him being sarcastic because they're literally fucking with him asking him some sarcastic ass shit okay so he's just answering however the fuck he feels like they want him to answer he's like bro i don't know this is your fucking show you feel me you're saying all types of shit so i'm gonna answer in all types of fucking ways that's how the fucking interview was the dude was so unprofessional he lied to him and said that for most part they were not even recording even though they were and they said they weren't gonna post it even though they did it's a stunt it's a setup it's to embarrass people to make motherfuckers look even crazier than they are you see what i'm saying they were asking him all types of questions okay he would say something and they would turn twist his words and make it seem like he said something else and then when he would call it out in the interview they would fuck with him again and ask him something totally different you see what i'm saying so whoever the man is that interviewed him, he's boo-boo, he's garbage, he's trash. The people that hosted it, trash. They probably all sit down with the same people to do this to people, okay? Now, in the interview, it did mention that once you get signed to Disney, it's a lifetime contract. Now, when they said that, Orlando's face kind of got a little scared, like he didn't know. And mind you, they signed contracts and shit hella young. And they were like, yeah, you're signed to Disney, so that's a lifetime contract. You can't do, once you sign to Disney, you can't go outside of Disney to try to do anything else. Okay? You guys gotta realize, there's a lot of truth being told in this shit too. Alright? A lot of truth being told in this too. Disney is like you sign your life away when your kids alright um I was looking a little bit more into the Britney situation okay <sighs> that's so much to get into like that honestly if my spirit guides lead me later on down the line of doing all these exposing if they want me to do an episode on her I'll do that but for right now I'm just gonna add in a little tidbits from what I've seen she was a child star too okay she's been a child star for a while 
the morals and values that she was raised with at first, you've seen it in her early, early, early childhood years. Her early interviews, she was saying, like, you know, she believed in waiting for sex until after marriage and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff, right? She got hooked up with um, Justin Timberlake, okay? Justin Timberlake was um, infatuated with her, of course. She's beautiful. Um, And then she always had a crush on him. So from them two separately before they got together they're doing different interviews and people are asking each other about them and they both have a little crush on each other of course hollywood takes it upon hollywood to make them a it thing so justin and britney spears become like this barbie and ken type of relationship where everybody wants to be them okay they're both the hottest things out back in the day right and it was like this fairy tale relationship the issues for Britney started to happen after her and Justin Timberlake broke broke up, okay? So remember I said there's several different sacrifices and different staged events and stuff that people do to stay famous. So for Justin, if you guys notice, Justin Timberlake took off and became a solo artist and left NSYNC or Bastard Boys or whoever fuck he was a part of. He left them and started to do his own solo tip, right? His leg up in that was that everybody knew him from being Britney Spears' ex-boyfriend. Okay? They broke up for whatever reasons they broke up. He took it upon himself to um, dog her. All her morals and values that she said before. Even if she did hook up with her boyfriend at the time. And they did end up sleeping together because she probably thought they were going to be together or what the fuck ever. He then dogged her and people are asking hey did you have sex with her like they'll 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 mention the comment and her quote of i want to wait until marriage and then the interviewer will be like so did you sleep with her bro he's like yeah i did it ha 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 you know what i'm saying like to get fame to get clout so now as a young woman that's embarrassing well like goddamn even if you did hit it and quit it that is my business. This is national TV. Now, everybody knows about her business. Okay? She talks about how she has anxiety and, and, and issues with the uh, tabloids and shit. I spoke about this a long time ago. About these tabloid people. How these motherfuckers are soulless. They're robotic. They just go. They don't care. They will hop in a bush, hide in a bush, camp out your house. Anything to get this picture to embarrass you. Anything to get this picture to the latest blogs and magazines so that they can get some money. They don't give a fuck about your privacy. They don't give a fuck about your kids. They don't give a fuck about nothing besides getting that shot. Okay? I want you motherfuckers to know right now, before any of all this big shit happened to me, if you tabloid motherfuckers run up on me with any cameras, you will get clapped. I'm going to say that for you one more time. If any tabloid motherfuckers run up on me, I am a real nigga. You will get clapped. I don't play that shit. If you're outside my house trespassing, you're going to get clapped. If you're bothering me when I'm out with my kid and my family, you're going to get clapped. I don't care. That's going to make the news. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? This is going to be a new age and era. There's none of that shit. Leave people the fuck alone. This dude, it was some, I think he was Indian, not native Indian, but like Middle Eastern. 
Um, and he was like this head tabloid dude that was making hell of bank off of Britney's meltdowns. And he was proud to say that. Yeah, I've caught all those shots. The one when she shaved her hair. The one when she walked into the store with no shoes on. The one when she's driving. Um, I think she was driving with her child in her lap instead of a car seat. Anything to embarrass her. And she's just trying to get away from him. They're surrounding her car. She can't even drive forward or she's going to run him over. Understand, I will run you over. I will run you over. I have no problem. And I'll back up and hit you again. Take a picture of that. Okay? You need to understand, the new era of the new celebrities, we're not about to play none of that shit, dog. Alright? Like I said, the police and shit going to be gone. Who you going to run to now? Y'all might want to put those cameras down. If y'all aren't no robotic-ass people, you just want to take some pictures and shit, you might want to be a different type of photographer. That tabloid shit is gone. I'm going to say this one more time. Run up on me, you will get clapped for a picture. Is it worth your life? Is it worth getting ran over by my car? Because you won't leave me and my child alone. (laughs) Is it? Ask yourself that. Whatever tabloids are listening to this, okay? And that will be listened to this in the future. Is these pictures and these shots worth your life with these new era of celebrities that's coming in? Because these are going to be some spiritual people. And they're all about protecting their energy. Some of them ain't going to clap you, but they will send you some motherfucking spirits. Your motherfuckers going to start getting haunted. Y'all better leave these people alone. We ain't the same motherfuckers that y'all been taking pictures of this whole time. This is, These are ancestors and shit coming back the gods and shit coming back we ain't about to be falling for that shit you might want to mind your own fucking business or you will be removed from this planet forcefully while you're taking that picture mid shot okay don't get clapped for a fucking picture bro that shit was fucking so disrespectful they climbed on top of her car i don't blame her for having her child on her fucking seat on her, on her, on her, on her uh, lap. Dog, I'm from the country. I used to live in Mississippi and shit. It don't matter. Fuck. The thing is, she probably was trying to get in the car so fast. And then y'all swarmed her. She didn't have time to comfortably put her baby in a fucking car seat. Motherfuckers on top of her roof. On top of the front hood of the car. Dog, what the fuck is wrong with people? Brandy, what's up with you in this? Did you really use your virginity? Like, that is harassment. That is fucking embarrassing. That's fucked up that y'all do these to these people. And y'all get paid by the elites to do this shit. She got silenced by her father and her, um, her team. The same team that's supposed to work for her. They're working against her to silence her voice and her opinions on how she feels about these things. You know, I said there's the beehive and the barbs and shit that goes after and and sticks up for fucking Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and shit. These little bitches. Britney Spears has a different fan base. Her fan base is all about freeing her because they notice that, damn, she's not able to speak her piece. Her fans are not toxic. Her fans are trying to help her speak her truth. There's a difference. Okay? There's a whole fucking difference. The beehive and the barbs and shit is a fucking cult. And that shit is disgusting. And that shit's gonna go bye-bye. Her father and her team, her 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 business team or whatever the fuck, her agents and shit forced her to get um, 
what's it called birth control the little implantation shit so you can't have kids she'd been trying to she she was trying to schedule doctor's appointments and shit to get it removed they won't let her the doctors won't see her because they're paid not to see her because they don't want her to have any more kids all she wanted to do after this whole embarrassment with Justin Timberlake was just to live a normal life and be a mom she couldn't do that she couldn't even have as many kids as she wanted because they would literally dictate every fucking move she made okay but look at Justin he rose to fame he started doing features on all different types of music I'm not even gonna lie at one point in time I did like listen to his music now it's fuck him because I have to remember that I'm like wait a minute yeah, he did go out with her. He went out with her. He had sex with her. And then he dumped her. On national TV. And then, not only that, but then you're gonna go on and talk shit in these interviews about it. And still get more clout off of it. Okay? Made a whole video, Cry Me a River, to make it seem like she was the bad guy. My folks was like, oh, poor Justin. Fuck him. You guys are just all over the place with these fucking celebrities, though. Okay? These boy bands and these it girls and shit, they're all getting exposed for this weird-ass shit. I know there's a specific episode that I'm gonna do separately that Nipsey Spirit asked me to do. It was uh, the Fugees and Lauren Hill and them. I'm gonna do that later. Alright? So now I'm moving forward from that. I'm going to pause it right here. And we're going to move forward from that to um, video games. And the introduction of video games and shit. Okay. So, moving back towards the rest of what I was going to say. The guys are showing me about this introduction to video games and shit like that, okay? It was cool, don't get me wrong. Video games was cool and stuff. I think we had, like, the Sega, the Nintendo 64 and shit like that, right? When it was, like, at home, the home system and shit. And you had to take the little disc out and go... (laughs) And let the shit cool down and put it back in there, right? That was cool, right? The ancestors are saying that once... Pokemon, what is it, Pokemon Go, or what the fuck is this shit called? The Game Boy. I think the first one was the Game Boy, and it was like a portable one. Then that came out, and I remember we was playing games on the go. Now that it's like taken, it's almost like the cell phone. It's taken away from you experiencing life outside. Because now you're, instead of running around and creating ideas of playing lava monster and playing fucking tag or whatever the fuck you're playing outside exploring using your imagination now you're laid up under a tree or sitting on a bench all day playing video games you go in the house play some more video games see what i'm saying you're in a car instead of talking to your family on a road trip or something video games everywhere you go okay and i think the first one was the game boy that was just everywhere. Now look at what it is. The game systems. The thing with it is it showed you the elements 
okay? Because you'd have to play, like, okay, there's earth, air, fire, water. All the different little Pokemons had their little different gifts, okay? All right? And they all had to do something with one of the four elements. So it's showing you some form of alchemy. But it's not really teaching you. It's in a game system. Alright? I remember when Pokemon came out. I'm guilty of this too. We um we had all the little fucking cards. The little binder cards. I used to have the little binders of like Pokemon hieroglyphics cards and all that. That would trade people to cards and shit. And when that era came out, we stopped really running around and playing on recess. I mean, I was still doing it because I wasn't so much of that kind of nerd. Like, I still had the shit. So, if people was like, oh, I, I was like a little hustler my whole life, okay? So, I always found a way to make money. Yes, I had hella cards and shit like that because I collected them. But at the same time, if I went to school and somebody was like, oh, I'll trade you these cards for this much, I'll make them buy it. It wasn't no, oh, I'm going to trade you a hieroglyphic for like 50 cards. No, 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 no. You want you gonna give me some money? So I used to sell some of my cards and shit to the point I didn't have no more. I just was like, here, whoever, whoever wants the binder, people will save their money up and come buy cards for me. I always found some type of way to hustle, always. And that was in elementary school. All right. Not everybody's like that. When those cards came out, there were certain kids that stopped working out, stopped playing kickball, stopped playing tetherball, stopped playing tag and running around and playing basketball and shit outside and would just sit in the grass and trade cards so now it's in it's still in a form a way of taking away from your physical activity your physical um bond with nature your friends socializing like i'm saying i'm not saying we gotta get rid of everything but y'all need to understand that shit has a fucking limit dog limit some shit I told y'all when I was a kid, dog, we had like, my mom was like, oh, okay, you can have two, three hours max TV, dog. We used to be like, okay, let's watch this new Disney movie when it dropped. We get everything done and then we can spend those two, three hours on a new movie. Oh, okay, y'all can get on the computer, but you got like two, three hours on the computer. There was no all day surfing and shit like that on the internet. It was like, okay, we like to get on there to play little games and stuff. Like, I was really a computer nerd. I liked computer games. So, I used to play the little Doom game. They got a movie, Doom. That's that movie with the monsters and shit. That was a fucking computer game first. I had this game that would, uh, that would teach me how to um, read hieroglyphics and shit when I was a kid. That's how I know how to read hieroglyphs. I would get on there and do that. My mom let me spend longer on that because it was actually educational. Over Doom. You see what I'm saying? Balance shit out with your fucking kids, dog. Come on. Like, it, it just don't make no fucking sense. Where did we go wrong? We went wrong when we start to let everything be mobile. Everything's mobile. Oh, yeah, bring the little Game Boy with you. Oh, yeah, bring this little da-da-da-da with you. Like, come on, y'all. Motherfuckers sitting in the front of the day. Uh, it's summertime. Little motherfucker ain't even brush their teeth, change their stinky drawers, wash their ass yet. Eye boogers still in their face. They just wake up, get some food, get a hot pocket, and be in front of the thing, zoomed out, zoned out all day. All day. 
They ain't read a book, didn't do shit. They ain't, like I said, they ain't even wash their ass, brush their teeth. On a video game, the room smell like must. How do I know this? Because my cousins and shit used to do this shit. Room smell like musty, sweaty feet, corn chips. Got pizza boxes and shit everywhere. The room ain't aired out. The room dirty as fuck. You screaming at them to clean up the fucking room the whole time. Alright, alright, after this level, after this level. No. You know what my mom used to do? Y'all need to get back to this old school shit. This is the way the fuck I am. This is how I am, how I am. Y'all trying to trying to better yourself? You better go tell the way the ancestors in the old school ways. If we ain't listen to my mom have to repeat it one too many times, she will come in there, unplug the game system, wrap that bitch up, tape it up, take the TV, the radio, every fucking thing. We'd be left in that bitch with four walls and a book. Dead ass. Now you can clean your room. You, you couldn't focus before? Clean your room now. There's nothing to distract you. We used to have to earn money and shit doing chores. Allowances and shit. Y'all just be handing the kids. My guy had this money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of my face. Hand them money. They don't understand the value and purpose of earning a fucking dollar, dog. We used to have to do chores. I'm like, shit, dog. I really want to go to the movies. It's going to be like 20 bucks. And then, you feel me? Popcorn's $10. You feel me? I'm like, hmm. Let me see how many of these chores I can knock out to go see this new movie. I knock it all out. Get everything done. Boom. I can go to the movies with my friends. Got money. This is when I was a little kid before I started earning my own money at 13. This is when I was still getting allowances and shit. We had to earn our allowance. We just wasn't getting paid. My mom wasn't just handing us no fucking money. The fuck are you talking about? What? You guys are tripping. But then you be wondering why your kids were disrespecting you. Snatch them games away. Put it in your room. If you're like, oh, they're just going to go in my room and I'm gone. My mom got so smart. She bought a fucking lock and changed the lock to the point she only had the key. The key left the house when she left the house. There was no breaking into her room and getting it out of her closet. We was in that bitch with four walls and a book and some chores to do. Do you feel me? That's how me and my sister got our head on straight. Period. Period. Okay? I was uh, watching something came up about... Will Smith and Jada and how I was talking about that before, right? But it was talking about how their kids don't even want to be their fucking kids. Jaden wanted to be emancipated at 15. And he didn't go through with it for whatever reasons. But he publicly spoke out and said how he does not want to be in the house. He does not want to be in the presence of his parents. Parents, That's a problem. That's cause for concern. But did anybody call and check in on him? CPS or anything like that? No. Because why? They're celebrities anybody else that would have been a cause for concern what do you mean you don't want to be in this house anymore let's go to therapy let's talk about this no that didn't happen willow they both dropped the last name smith willow and Jaden. that's why i'm calling them by their first names willow did it first she said she doesn't want to be a part of smith family she got the little red table talk shit with her mom and she confronted her mom about her parents and styles how she felt like how she raised her and her brother differently how she was more hard on her how they felt like how both of them both Jaden and willow said and spoke up and said i felt like after willow with my little i with my hair back and forth song 
and Jaden with his Karate Kid movie, the first things they ever put out that they felt like ever since then their parents were obsessed with making them more famous. I said that a couple episodes ago on this thing. I think maybe the first episode, I don't remember. And I said that they got together just to have kids and then the kids that they had under this contract for the elites were also sold to the elites. Meaning the kids was like, damn, I didn't even get to enjoy a childhood because you guys were so worried about how famous I was. You guys were training them to get up and act and dance and do and sing. They just wanted to be fucking kids. Now that they're old enough to speak out, they're speaking out against their parents. If you guys were wondering, because I said who Jada's person was supposed to be, it's supposed to be Pac, he's gone. If you're wondering who Will's person was supposed to be, it's supposed to be his first baby's mom that he broke up with for no reason. It says that on one of the little things. He had a kid with him, his oldest son he had with uh, whoever this lady was. I think she was an actress herself, I just can't remember her name. Some of the actresses, actors, singers, rappers, whoever, that they're no longer on the spotlight, that's because they did not sell out. Dave Chappelle's one of them. He'll tell you, too. He's like, they wanted me to wear a dress. They put all the comedians in a dress, and I'm like, no, you didn't get me in a dress. He'll tell you, I'm ducked off with my family on a farm. He's like, I got goats and shit. Okay? He don't care about none of that shit. He'll come out and do his own thing. He'll pay for it with his own money. Because he does not want to deal with that Hollywood shit. He'll come out and say it. The other people that spoke up against it, they get fucked up for it. Uh, Cat Williams. If you look at Cat Williams' first stand-ups and shit before everybody started looking at him crazy, he was speaking about these parties and shit that they was inviting him to um, the elites, and he'll put names in there. He's like, uh, I forgot who he said, but he's like, that motherfucker's in the closet. And he, he was like, you know, he opened up the door. He see motherfuckers snorting coke and shit, having sex. I think he talked about Diddy and shit. That's a whole nother. They want me to do episode on Diddy and the whole bad boy thing I am. That's a whole nother episode. But he mentioned them, didn't look at him. Everybody was like, oh, he's on drugs. He's going crazy. He keep going in and out of jail. No, the elites were attacking Cat Williams because some of his first stand-ups was speaking straight facts on them mentioning names dropping names dropping party names and shit that's not something you're supposed to do right okay i was saying um little shit about beyonce okay and there's a couple little you know not little there's a couple singers and actresses and stuff I spoke about Beyonce and Jay-Z's character and their team goes after him. I double-dog dare these motherfuckers to try to come after me. I don't give a fuck. Your whole team will drop and so will you. I don't give a fuck about nobody's beehive. I don't care about nobody's legal team. I don't care about none of that shit. Can't nobody stop me from doing shit for the guys. They said fuck all these motherfuckers in this industry. But her, she thinks that shit's cute her beehive attacking people if she didn't she'll come out and speak about it and then these little bitches wouldn't do that because they follow her every move she think that shit cute if 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 an actress or a singer or something say something about her then they get blocked from twitter get banned and shit because the beehive will report it all these little buzzy ass b bdb ass bitches 
go and report your shit, report your page. Say this and say that, so now you can't even get on Twitter no more. Now you can't give her any, and she think that shit is fucking cute. That shit ain't fucking cute. But then she's so, she's so controversial with her music, and y'all don't even pay attention to that shit. At one point in time, it was like, who run the world girls, right? And it was so woman empowerment. Then it's all these bitches bow down to me. Speaking on all the other singers in her caliber or that that is, you know, also singers. Damn, what the fuck happened, bitch? Are we cool or are we not cool? Because now you targeting all the other female singers. Like you're just that bitch. Motherfuckers let fame get to their neck, to their head, so big. That shit's ugh. To honestly, dog, I don't even want her to be Creole. Like, you're just not representing my culture right, dog. You're not. You're not. I'm going to show you what a real Creole is. Yeah, I'm mixed with hella other shit, but you ain't doing shit right, dog. You're not. There's not too many people out there on the forefront that speaks on, you know, and people that know that are Creole. Not too many people that speaks on them being Trinidadian. So these bitches are representation of these cultures. Remember I said we don't have good representation? These bitches are not good representation. I don't give a fuck how much money they have. What do they stand for? Fucking nothing. You're letting your fans attack people for having a voice. Fuck this amendment shit and freedom of speech. I don't care about none of that shit. People need a freedom of speech just because that's what the fuck the gods gave you a mouth for. I don't care about no constitutional rights. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. The gods said you have a voice to speak. You can't silence somebody because they want to say they don't like your stink ass. So you send your little minions to do it. That shit's ugly. People don't realize that, though. Nicki Minaj. She targeted Taylor Swift. Everybody, dog. Cardi B beat her ass. You can't target her. (laughs) She targeted Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus. Bitch, they're not even female rappers. Why are you going after them? They're not even in the same genre as you. These type of females have issues with other females. And instead of just coming out and saying it and healing themselves... They create this little weird occultist energy that protects them from anybody saying anything against them. If you get mentioned, you're silenced. Or you gotta go to court against them. Of course, they got enough money to bankrupt you for you just speaking your own truths. Like I said, try me. I dare you to. Please do. Everybody's like, I don't see her ever slowing down. Nobody can ever stop her. Uh huh. Okay, bitch. But y'all be manifesting to be these type of bitches. Oh, I want a husband like that. I want this and I want that. No, you don't. No, you don't. You really don't. Now we're gonna move forward towards fighting. These fight industries, these fight clubs. I need y'all to really, really fucking realize where the fuck boxing started. Martial arts is something our ancestors used to do. They even did this during slavery times. Mixed martial arts and stuff. 
and and they would make it look like they're dancing, but they were practicing for battle for when they needed to do the slave rebellion. Okay, you see karate, taekwondo, all that kind of stuff. Our ancestors did it, and no, they weren't just Asian ancestors because Asians are black. You guys are very light now because of breeding, but you guys are black. You guys have always had an African indigenous side to you. Every fucking part of Asia has a darker side to them that they don't want to show on the cameras and shit because it's a shame because of colorism. So, no. Mixed martial arts, taekwondo, and karate does not belong to you. It belongs to our people as a whole. Our African ancestors were doing this shit a long time ago before Asia was even established, dog. But boxing... Now, that was started during slavery. I hate boxing. I don't like boxing. I used to date a boxer, yes. Did I ever watch him fight? Fuck no. I went to two fight parties. As you can, as y'all heard, the people that have been listening to me for a long time, the second fight party, somebody tried to kill me and hurt me. The first fight party, I actually watched it. Okay? Did I like it? Hell no. I was. This was my first time at a fight party. I didn't even know what it meant. I was like, oh, we're going to watch the fight. I didn't think it was that serious. Dog, this nigga was fighting, and he had a, his, he got cracked on his skull with somebody's elbow. And his skull started to um, get inflamed. Like, it was a crack in his skull, and it was like, it got a big-ass bubble on his head. And if he would have got punched in that bubble on his head, he could have died on TV. So you guys are fighting to the death for money what does that fucking sound like to anybody that knows real slave history the slave owners used to take the biggest bucks because they call them bucks young bucks the younger ones and then bucks men like we were animals they would take two black men whether they were brothers dads uncles it didn't fucking matter and they would make you guys pit against each other and fight each other to the death they would blindfold you guys. There wasn't even something you could see. You, you would be blindfolded and you guys would just fight to the death until you're the last one fighting. And you just killed all your other people. It shows it on some of these slave movies. You just killed all your people just so that you can get a meal. I'm going to pause it here. make you guys fight to the death just so you can get a meal just so you can get a shower so you can get a hot plate right so you can get a couple bucks for your family couple bucks right couple bucks right get it get it so you can get some money for your fucking family they're doing this to this day these people be suffering brain injuries some of them some of them have been fighting their whole life and can't even properly read mayweather can't even read Tyson, I don't think he even talks completely fine. I don't know if that was before or after all them punches to the head and shit. But come on, y'all. We talked about this on the movie. Um, I don't even remember the movie's name right now. The movie, I think Will Smith did it too. 
um, about the football when there's too many brain injuries because y'all keep getting crashed into each other, crashing into each other. The same shit's going on when you're physically punching each other in the fucking head. Brain injuries. Fighting to the death, though. And it's not just our black people. They got our Celtic people in there, too. McGregor. Okay? When I say Mick in front of the name, when I say the word Mick, I hope y'all don't find this offensive at all because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to be offensive. But I want you to know, when you see MC in front of it, that's one of our people. They're Celtic. Mick anything. McGregor. That's our person. That's why it's such an offensive word to call them a Mick. It's like saying nigga. Nigger. It's like saying that. It's like saying WAP for the Italians. It's like saying wetback. It's a disrespectful thing. But you also need to see when you see MC in front of the fucking name that it's one of our people. So just because you might see, I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know if these fights even existed because I don't watch this shit. But let's say you see Mayweather and McGregor fight. That's still both of our fucking people. Do they know that? No. In, to, in today's society eyes, it's black versus white. And people that really know their fucking history, they're still pitting us against each other. Still, for their entertainment. The answers got me looking at this Tyson versus Holyfield. When a nigga bit his ear off, dog. back in slavery days boxing is done i'm so sorry to my boxers find another hobby find something else to do okay boxing is out because boxing got started with slavery it was a game to them okay like you know how there's different circus games and shit and little festivals and stuff where it's like um you throw the little ball and it's like dunk a dunk a clown or something or whatever the fuck it is right and somebody's sitting on a little shit, and you throw a little ball at the little target, and it hits the target, and the motherfucker goes into the water. It used to be called Dunk a Nigga, or something like that. They changed the name. All these little festival games and shit used to be based off us and embarrassing us. Okay? Alright? They used to expose our women's bodies for being voluptuous. That used to be a circus act. Or, or or not even an act, but it's almost like stripping. Where they would pay to see our women's naked bodies because of their bust, because of their ass. Because it was so voluptuous. Sarah Bartman. Her name is Sarah Bartman. She was one of the ones that first got um, enslaved and forced to do this. They made our albinos... Um, Circus Acts 2. There was these twin albino brothers. And they made them seem like they were like monsters or something. And they were a Circus Act 2. It was like a zoo. But it's our fucking people in there. And it looks very different in today's time at the festivals. But it's the same fucking concept. You guys don't understand the word picnic. Came from pick a nigga. Pick a nigga that you're gonna hang. And we're gonna all sit down in this on his blanket and eat some food and watch them hang and smile and take pictures. Picnic comes from picnic. 
That's why I said, let's go eat outside. <laughs> I'd be like, let's go eat outside. I'm going to eat outside today. Because you, you don't know the history behind these things. Boxing is done. Okay? We're done beating each other to death. Before I move on from this part, um, what was his name? Let me see if I can find it real quick. Because I just had it. Jack Johnson. He was the world's first black boxing champion. And he started boxing when he was a kid with the slavery shit. He got bigger and older and he was beating everybody's ass. And he was known as like undefeated. Okay. He was so balling and nobody could beat him up. It was starting to piss off the white folks. So they would try to get him in trouble in other ways. He would have these fancy cars, these fancy big coats and shit, this fancy jewelry. But he had this thing of he wanted to date white girls. That pissed him off even more. So they used to try to harass him and arrest him for speeding, little different things. He would pay off the tickets. He'd get him money. If, if, if he was caught speeding going one way, he'll pay them cash. He'd be like, here, here's the ticket money. How much is it? Boom, $100 here. Matter of fact, let me give you $200 because I'm about to speed on the way back. He was cocky like that. Nobody could beat him. You know what they did? You know what Hollywood did to get him? I mentioned this before. I'll mention it again. King Kong is based off Jack Johnson. They call this monkeys, gorillas. You know how King Kong keeps being obsessed or dating, even though he's a fucking monkey, gorilla thing in the movie? How somehow he keeps being in love with his white girl. Right? It's based off Jack Johnson. Pay attention to shit. And I think he used to live in New York. And you see how King Kong climbs the um, New York Empire State Building, right? I can't make this shit up. I'm not making it up. Y'all just need to pay attention. We're gonna move forward, okay? Now, um... We're going to go a little bit back to this Cosby situation because I'm looking at her car right now, Miss Felicia Rashad. And what I remember is during this Cosby situation, everybody dashing him and shit like that, um, she spoke up and said everything that everybody was saying was false, that she never felt uncomfortable with him on stage or on set. Because they were trying to say all types of shit like he was fucking with people on the set of Cosby show and making motherfuckers uncomfortable and shit. And everybody was taking money, speaking against Bill. Felicia said, no, none of that's true. I felt safe. I trust him. They didn't want to listen to what this black woman said because all these other people were getting paid. So everybody discredited what she said. Okay? Nobody wants to pay attention to that. Y'all gonna pay attention to this black woman talking on this fucking podcast, though. That is for facts. You guys got the game fucked up. You don't want to listen to somebody putting out some facts, but you want to listen to some bullshit. Because, oh, well, if, if 30 people are saying it, then it must be true. So why didn't they say it during the time it was fucking happening? It would have been a whole controversy. If the shit was happening, as it was happening, if y'all motherfuckers would have said it. Y'all want to come back years later. 30 years, 20 years later. Get the fuck out of here, dog. That shit is not incredible. That's like saying, that's like saying I got raped 20 years ago. And they're like, okay, let me get the test kit. Bitch, what? Like, come on, bro. 
How you gonna test it? How you gonna test that? Nobody cares about that kind of shit though, right? Nobody cares about that kind of shit though, right? Nobody wanna talk about that though, right? <sighs> Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. That was the most awkward ass couple. That shit was awkward as fuck when I seen them dating. When I heard them dating, me and my mom and my sister all looked at each other like, that's a setup. We all said the same shit. We was like, that's a setup, dog. We all said it. That was a staged marriage. Okay? That's that's so weird. That's so different. That's one of the most setup, staged-ass relationships ever. They got married quick, had kids quick. Divorced quick. But it brought them both fame. She wasn't that popping. He wasn't that popping. But it brought them brought, brought them both fame because everybody was talking about them. These relationships were staged. I need y'all to also understand this voice that she has. I'm not saying that she. I'm not saying she was never a good singer. I'm saying that along uh, some point in time, her voice ain't the same. I don't know if everybody remember, but I used to watch BT when BT was hot and popping. And there was a certain, a certain point in time. I don't remember which one she was performing, and uh, her auto tune was on off, and Baby Girl could not sing. I was so confused. I'm like, what the fuck? Ain't no way, dog. Like I'm saying, I don't know if that's always, but I know she was not hitting the notes that we all know her to hit. Okay. Mariah Carey also. Y'all don't even sure. Shit, I think I mentioned her before. Her and uh, Anna Nicole, is there Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah, her and Anna Nicole Smith. Mariah Carey dated somebody. She was a little sugar baby. She dated a man hella older than her, and that's how she got famous too. Anna Nicole Smith dated a dude that was on his deathbed. And she was the last person he dated. He left everything to her. And that's how she became famous. I know she passed away now. Okay. But that's how Anna Nicole Smith and both um, Mariah Carey even got noticed. Because they were like sugar babies to these old ass men. Alright. This shit is crazy. Dog was seeing all the fucking ops, all the spooky shit. 
all the ghosts, everything like that. The show was talking about medium shit. Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know how we be like cats and dogs can read energy? That's what that whole show was based off of, okay? And the spirits was like coming out there to the middle of nowhere. Trying to present themselves to, you know, some of them was trying to fuck over the, the grandma and grandpa or whatever, Muriel and Eustace. Some of them was good spirits, but most of them were bad. And the only one I could see the truth was Courage the Cowardly Dog, a medium. Yes, they're showing it in a, in a dog version, but it also look deeper than that. The mediums, me, the psychics, the oracles, be trying to tell you motherfuckers what's up with these people. Y'all get them shut down because y'all don't want to hear the truth. Mediums be like, Beyonce's a demon. Y'all be, the beehive be like, oh my God, not my Beyonce. And just get you shut up. Shut up the whole thing. It's the modern day of burning out the witches so that nobody can hear it. Wake y'all asses up. Cat dog. Cat dog was so awkward. But look at cat dog. It's half cat, half dog. Nobody ever asked how the fuck they got like that. It's showing you that they be mutating animals to create new breeds and shit like that. Pay attention to this kind of shit, dog. Just pay attention. Cat dog. The reason they can mutate cats and dogs is because they come from the same bloodline. They make you think that canine and feline are two different ones, but I told you they both come from the Lyrian star system. Obviously, that's why Egyptians worshipped and respected both cats and dogs. Hence, Set and Anubis, dog-headed. Hence, Bastet and, and, and Segment, feline-headed. Okay? The Sphinx has a, it's a chimera, where it has a human face and a cat body. This is from a whole nother galaxy star system. Y'all be watching shit, don't even understand what the fuck it is. Okay. Hey, hey Arnold. I think in Hey Arnold, they had a little bit of representation of a little bit of everybody. His best friend was black. Had a little, I, mean, I know his, his uh, shit wasn't a flat top, it was hella high, but he had a little flat top hairstyle. Okay. I think there was like a Jewish representation on there. Okay, they had like an Asian person on there. They had a good representation of everybody. What happened to that? No representations anymore. DuckTales taught you about greed. I think I mentioned it before. The uncle, I don't remember if his name was Scrooge or not, but whatever the uncle's name from DuckTales is. Talks about greed. How this motherfucker had biggest mansion he had his own island and i think he had sole custody of his three nephews and like i said he wouldn't let a fucking penny go out his name he was very cheap he didn't want to donate to any charities he didn't want to help nobody that's showing you how the elites are right in our faces but it's cute it's in a duck form right it's real cute they're sitting on bags of money like Pac said, how the fuck do you guys have 52 rooms in your mansions and there's people that don't even have a fucking house? Okay? 
gotta like really pay attention to shit. Um, I'm saying they're kind of going back and forth with a couple little shits. With Fresh Prince, they're bringing up the uh, the I'm a, 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 uh, when I when I do the commercial break on this time, I'm gonna look up what the fuck happened to the dark skin I've been because they just replaced her and I've never seen her on anything else. Think about that after the chocolate Aunt Viv got replaced on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We seen the light-skinned one. And even when they did the reunion and shit, I see the light-skinned one. And I see everybody else, but I don't see the chocolate on Viv. Probably because she wasn't with that sell-out shit. They tried to embarrass Uncle Phil years after the show was done with because this show was so positive in our um, in our eyes. You know what I'm saying? So I remember they came out and and, and, and put out that um, Uncle Phil was gay. Okay, and you know what I'm saying, trying to ruin his image. What the fuck does what the fuck Uncle Phil does off this show got to do with us personally, dog? I don't care. They try to uh, defame your character in any type of way. So they released this secret that he was gay. That was before you know. Uh, uh, other celebrities felt comfortable about coming out saying they were gay. I think Queen Latifah came out. Was it Queen Latifah? Yeah, Queen Latifah came out and said she likes women. And I'm like, shit, the way she played Cleopatra on Set It Off, dog, you feel me? Nigga, shit, that was a little too easy, you feel me? Duh. Did it make me feel any type of way about Queen Latifah? No, dog. But they'll try to put the secrets out there to try to, like, embarrass you. Because you don't want to sell out or you don't want to do what they say do. If you look at the other actors and characters and stuff from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where are they now? They've been doing small little roles. I think Hillary, I've seen her on Major Pain. I haven't really seen her on too much shit. And every time I see her, I'm like, oh, that's Hillary. I don't give a fuck what she's on. That's Hillary. Ashley Banks, I don't really see her like that. Carlton, I don't really see him like that. He might have been on like a little talk show or something like that, but nothing really like that. He done married and had his own kids and shit. Everybody else moved on to their own lives. Uncle Phil passed away. I don't know what Jeffrey's doing, you feel me? Everybody kind of just fell to the wayside. They're not big, but guess who is? Will Smith. But guess why? Because that motherfucker sold out himself and his kids. He broke up with his child's mother after they had a child, his first son, unexpectedly out of nowhere. And just called Jada up and was like, we're dating now. Are you single? Yes, we're dating now. And then after that, shortly after that, they got married. So who's really selling out and who's not? The people that are not in the public eye like that, that might have had one-hit wonders and shit, those are the ones that said no. Give me my couple of dollars and I'm, I'm good, bro. The ones that still all up in our face slapping Chris Rock and shit. Don't, what the fuck this nigga say? Don't mention my wife's, my wife's name. Whatever the fuck this loser ass nigga said. Alright, come on, y'all. I'm gonna pause it here. 
And I'm gonna see if I can find out what happened to Chalk the Aunt Viv, because I honestly I wanna know myself. So I'll be back. Okay, my baby woke up from his nap. I'm gonna figure out what happened to Chalk the Aunt Viv. And we're going to tap in with y'all later. But that's it for this episode. I like leaving y'all on edge. <laughs> and I hope y'all are looking into this kind of shit or whatever. But yeah, we're going to tap in later. Let me go get my baby set up. Let's go play and shit like that. And uh, we'll come back with some more information later. Peace.